Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The primary the primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own tendency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their life. Pat them on the head. I don't know what name the doctor is coming out of every dinner table. Those their bodies, their bodies, put them into bed at night and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible. Though the human God, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar, the public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Condit Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart.
Oh gosh. Hello. So, uh, James W. Lee, Jamie Lee, biodynamic farmer, activist, financial advisor, author, revisionist, historian. Got a great YouTube channel, aplaintruth.info. Uh, ooh. <laughs> he was just a bundle of energy, this guy. <laughs> yeah, I watched so, that clip. That's <laughs> really something. Yeah. And, and, man, he was really right on, on on all of these issues. So uh, what I am going to do real quick is, uh, again, I don't know if something happened to him or he's okay. Uh, it was, you know, he, he got all the information. He forwarded all of the bio stuff a week ago. He forwarded the picture, which I forwarded to Steve yesterday. I called him. We had a great conversation yesterday, and uh, I don't know. Uh, unless it's a, it's a, I told him we're on Central Time, but I, you know all of the information is 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 correct in what I sent him on how to access the show. <laughs> oh, so let me let me try to give give him one more call, guys. I'm very sorry. I'm going to give it a quick try again. Hang on one second. Okay, we'll be here. Okay, sorry. Okay. That is frustrating, but uh, I know you're muted, but I just wanted to put a shout out to Dave Wallen. It's been a long time since we've seen you or heard from you. It's nice to see you there. Yeah, we're here. Hi. Uh we have uh we're in Kansas City, Missouri area and Oh, okay. Uh having trouble with my feet. I'm getting older. <laughs> Walking with a four wheel cart and uh uh but uh Pat's with us in the car right now and we're headed home from the library. Uh, uh we uh got your emails over time but kind of been working in other areas. Oh, uh, yeah, that's okay. There's a lot of areas to work in. <laughs> well, we'll, well, I'm talking about we, we worked three years for the carnival, and then when my feet quit, I couldn't do it anymore. So. Oh, okay, gosh. Yeah, well, but um, we're, we're active with Ingersoll here at a coffee shop that are uh, following True News. Uh, dot com and uh our uh this conference is being recorded sorry dave we're having a little something wrong here we got um as you heard we had an echoing entry intro and our now our yes, guest I, is oh here who's fred back and hi betty well before hi. i say hi to fred okay we're here fred <laughs> Lost Dave Wallen. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know what's going on here, Betty. We got all kinds of little glitches here. Uh, you missed the intro, but it was all double speak. It was echoing like crazy. <laughs> and we had a we, had, we haven't been able to get a decent talk show recording for a month now. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. Um, Steve got kicked off six times last week, and a couple weeks ago I got kicked off five times. So I don't know if it's just part of the general, um, you know, pre re uh, attacking that's going on in the media. You know, they, I wish they'd just get over themselves. They're never going to get get this done. You know, I mean, Trump's not going anywhere. <laughs> You back, Chris? All right. Yeah, I'm back. He didn't pick up again. I left another oh, message. Okay. Oh, I had this pointing for you. I called him. I emailed him. Again, uh, you know, it, it, he just may be one of these really frenetically busy guys, you know, that uh, you have to handhold or something. But he seems like yeah. a really good guy. Yeah. You know how these creative guys are. You, you never know. Yeah, it's uh, like it is, trying it's to catch the hummingbird. Yeah, my my first experience with this guy, but you know, he picked up real quick yesterday. He got he acknowledged getting all the information, and uh, I don't know what more I can do. He might have just plain up and forgot. <laughs> yeah, it may have been yeah, just a disconnect, and and I, I yeah. told him I said, if there's a disconnect, please. If it's on my part, I'm sorry, but I hope you're number one. I hope you're okay. That's the main thing. Yeah. So, you know what happened? You know what happened to him? He lost what happened? Security he clearance. fell off the earth. He fell off the. No, he lost. He lost the security <laughs> clearance. He lost the security clearance. I'm blaming everything on Brennan now. <laughs> That's great. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, so this is. Things are happening out there, man. Oh, it's yeah. wild. I live in crazy central. DC is yeah. crazy central. Yeah, it's filled with clappers and Brennans at every corner. I think this is wonderful. Right. We're going to have best fights on the Trump, street soon. Clapper, Brennan, I mean, these guys are, are rock stars. Oh, my God. And they're all going to lose their security clearance. Oh, God. Well, well, Fred, Chicago's a mess. Good God. There were so many murders in Chicago. Two, week, two weekends ago was the worst, one of the worst. Yeah, this last oh. weekend was was a little bit better. Oh my God! Are they going to make Rahm Emanuel uh, the the new emperor of Illinois? I thought he was running for emperor. You know, he looks like he. Is. I don't know. Then we could impeach him. <laughs> well, they don't count the votes anyway, Al. You know that. Oh, you know, I I've been reading Roger Stone's book, Making Him a President, Fred, and. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he put that uh, program in, in play called Stop the Steal, and, yeah. and they they were doing, um and they tried to, some people tried to get it out, but some of the people let it go through in the Supreme Court, but they, uh, it, it was, uh, it's called a vote protectors thing, and volunteers would dialogue with the voters and get, get who they voted for. <laughs> anyway, and then it went on, and now there's so much, this is election fraud month, so there's so many things coming out and being done about about that as you probably know and then the news that diane feinstein's husband is the one that owns uh, a great majority of the illegal voting electronic voting. are you shitting me are i you am not kidding you <laughs> this is so wild you, you can't make it up no i'm not yes it's i can send you i can send you the the uh the thing on it that i listened to today it's, it's credible I it was source. She owned it. 
Huh? It was her husband. I thought she owned it. Maybe I was reading it too fast. Well, they got shares in it, whatever it is, but I think he's the one that has that. 10%, yeah. But that's still enough, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So did you get that from uh, uh, the tweet? The tree. Name, America, Intelligence, something or other. <laughs> there was a video. Was it recently? Oh, gosh, I okay. hope I... Yeah, but then oh, and last week or sometime in Ohio or Iowa, they had uh, 279 registered voters in this small county there, and 640 people voted. <laughs> So, <laughs> so what were you saying about today, Betty? The one I saw, maybe I was going through some old ones, so maybe it was it didn't come in today. I put it on save. Do you want me to send it to you? Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> I if I didn't send it, it to but, you. <laughs> uh, before the night's over, I will. Okay, great. <laughs> You know, Dee, you know, James just may be a guy that doesn't, you know, doesn't read his email. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, and there's there's people out there that have so much going on. As the lady I was working for is a good friend of mine this weekend, or last weekend. But gosh, it's like following behind a, uh, you know, it's always like, oh yeah, do something new. Oh, let's start this one. Well, and I said, well, wait a minute. I had to keep being personal assistant, yeah. assistant to her and pulling her back, you know, because. She just got so much going on. She's got successful companies, and and her, she, her brain is just so full of ideas. And yeah. but some people are like that; they just overextend it, and and they forget yeah. appointments. Like well, I copied Steve, you, Betty. You know, I you know this was sent yesterday. You know, all the information mm-hmm. on how to access the call and everything. So well, I don't know. It's not on you, Fred. Yeah, I'm sorry about this. I, I feel like I'm batting, uh, I'm striking out here, guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're going to be faithful to the end, Fred. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> and I got a lady for next week, but I'm going to have to put her off because if, if this guy this week, you know, he'll probably want to come on next week, so I'm going to have to call this lady. Anyway, whatever. It's one of those things. <laughs> you could make him wait and reschedule him the following week. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah, frustrating okay. when you put out all that effort. Who was talking when I when I came on? Uh, that was gentleman. Dave. Wall- that was Dave Wallen. Oh, I bet you time zone issue, uh, Fred. You know, you're probably right, Dave. You, you know, you, you know this. You know, why don't we go to universal time? Just go to one time zone, huh? <laughs> yeah. Time, hey, time is art. Time we is art. Rising. We can all just go. You know, follow the same goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a contrived to mess with our cadence. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it really global conspiracy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the sun doesn't go doesn't go down around the world anyway. Come on, we know that. Well, I think, I think there's a purpose to it. You know that light dark that goes around in 24 hours. I think it's yeah. I think it somehow re- relates to the uh, the tides and uh, the, the 
cycles of life and so forth. And yeah. Except for that, except for that, I'd be in favor. We just all pray that God would turn the lights on all the way around the world at the same time. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, we got to have patience. Uh, crazy things have happened on this call. At least Steve made some progress this week. Oh Fred, gosh. Did you hear about the four-year-old little boy? He was uh, riding his tricycle just as fast as he could round around the block. And the neighborhood uh, saw this going on. He came out and he said, what you doing? He said, I'm running away from home. He said, How, how's that working out for you? He said, uh, well, not so good. My mother won't let me cross the street. <laughs> that, was a, that, that was a Vietnam veteran at four, you know, a kid with issues. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This guy will want to come on next week. That's the problem. I'm going to have to push this lady off. Oh gosh, I already arranged this other lady. Come on, Lord. Uh, well, maybe you stay with the other lady and and have him come in the following week. Yeah, that's what I I would do. We can't let the matriarchal stand us up and then get. Uh, get the yeah. best choice. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sorry, <laughs> you've heard it. You guys have heard of the walkaway movement. This is uh, uh, a lady who's in the walkaway movement. Oh, good. She, oh, great. She agreed to come on. <laughs> walkaway. I, I, huh? You haven't heard of walkaway? It's yeah. hashtag. Wa- it's called hashtag walkaway. Yeah. Uh, it's all the Democrats. What is exploded? Is that the early steps to divorce? She walks away? No, it's the uh, people leaving the Democratic uh, Party in droves and walking away. The Democratic oh, Socialist see. Progressive okay. uh, uh, Plantation. Yeah, uh, that's it. Freedom and liberty and and, and self self uh, sustainability. That's right. So, Fred, what's the name of the woman guest? Her name is uh, uh, Shelley Watson. Oh, okay. This is Dixie. I was going to say, you know, we were going to have Patrick Wyatt, but remember he had a problem with, um, he, he was a no-show for us, but yep. he was with a friend who had a heart medical emergency. Yeah, and the guy died. The guy died, by the way. So, I don't, you know... I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, uh, gosh, there's this reporter for the True Pundit, a gutsy, gutsy lady who. Oh, Jen Moore. Yeah, Jen Moore was murdered. Yep. Why? They ruled it. They they said it wasn't a suicide. They ruled out suicide, so she was murdered. In her hotel. In her hotel. <laughs> Because she had this guy that Clinton had raped and severely wrecked his life, and she was getting some real legs on the whole thing, and they took her out. Yeah, they took her out. When was that? This just happened this week. Yeah, two days ago. God almighty. We have a a gal by the name of Jill Noble. She's the Missouri National Right uh, or National Day of Prayer coordinator, and she spoke and uh Kansas City here along with two other uh people and uh she has made it her business as a prayer warrior to drive to the four corners of the state and and 
uh, uh, and pray against demons. And she's had them appear for her. Um, she's uh, quite a mighty woman. She she wears a blouse that says uh, uh, "No fear" or something. Fearless. Or fearless, yeah. Anyway, uh, as part of that, she and her husband live in a house in Richmond. And uh, the uh, they have a uh, large Masonic presence there, as well as they have uh, uh, a parade every year. And early, not very long ago, just a month or two ago, the parade was going to happen, and she was at home alone with her children. She's uh, or grandchildren, I'm not sure which it was. Uh, and uh, one of these fellows walked in and. Uh, Walked into her house un- unannounced and and uh, 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 told her that uh, she needed to join uh, the women of the of the Shriners movement. Uh, that would be Eastern Star probably. And uh, she said, "Absolutely not." She said, "I'm not going to do that." And uh, so he grabbed her by the shoulders and intimidated her. So. Uh, the, the the parade was going to be the next day, and she went out along the parade route the night before and uh, sprayed water uh, along the curbs and prayed over the route and was standing on the curb watching the parade the next day. And I don't know if it was the same man or a different man, but he came up to her and uh, uh, gave her no choice, kissed her on the lips. She reeled back and knocked him out, and he died. And, and they didn't charge her. Well, the next thing that happened was her, her house burned down, so she's now living. That's something. So uh, all they got out was... What the was, heck was, was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> sounded like the south end of the horse going north, but I don't know. Was, yeah. Dang it, Yeah, is yeah, that you? Oh. Yeah. So, so uh, we have our battle in Missouri too. Yeah, I bet. Did Did any of you guys see that any of that Trump cabinet speech he did? He did. I think it was yesterday or today. And they, he had that guy. Oh, he was that was the most powerful twenty. It's a long. I watched it for twenty minutes, but they had the. I think his name is Lund. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. But he gave this full report on what was going on in China, and their economy is just tanking hard. And uh, then he talked about the forest fires, and he said that it was because for the for the past several presidential min- uh, administrations, they haven't cleared all the uh, fallen trees in the forest. They just left them there, and they're like just like kindling. And then we're importing lumber. And I was very impressed by Trump's language and his demeanor. It was really you know, different from usual. I like it anyway, but, but he was saying how, and he had his crew there, whichever guy was, it was the head of that. And he said, they're going to fix all that. And there's so, there's like so much board lumber just laying in the forest. And that's why they, when they, they start these fires, it, it just goes off like, like something exploded because there's all these, they let all these trees just lie there in all these forests, all these years, not be taken care of properly. <laughs> That was one of the things that impressed me in Germany when I visited over in Germany 
when you ride along even the major roads, if there's any like forest land, it's as clean as just very, very clean. There's no all stuff laying, you know, dry timber and everything laying around. And they actually have what they call forest meisters. And that's what they do. That that crew keeps the tender uh, stuff picked up from all the forest. And it was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow, Betty. That's that, yeah. Because I mean, it was very Trump is gosh, the areas that he's able to cover, and I mean, it's just amazing what's happening. And I just wish everybody could see it. But so we got a lot more forests than 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 Germany, but still, I, I don't think there's been any clearing of all that dry timber in years and years. Yeah, it's it's just something that the average person doesn't think about, you know. Yeah. yeah. I I think that that the uh, debris in the forest has been through the centuries, God's method of fertilizing because when there's tremendous growth back when it's a burn-off because there's all the uh, ash that becomes fertilizer. Um, and, I, and, and it is a shame to waste timber that's harvestable, but most of that which is laying on the ground is either wet or not, or not serviceable as, as uh, at least lumber. Um, but uh, it's uh, of course the American Indians used to uh, start range fires in order to drive the buffalo over the cliff. Uh, that was a method of harvesting buffalo when they were plentiful. Yeah, but when there's thousands of people losing, you know, their homes, and I mean the fires are so big in California, there's no even trying to manage them. And the smoke is just incredible. Uh, was down there over the weekend, and it's just like, wow. Yeah, I've I've seen them in Montana. Uh, uh, other years, you drive through them, and there's something. Uh, but they're uh, the forest fire yeah, is really something. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what. Why those forest fires? Why the hell they bring in the military? They're sitting at the bases. They should bring in all the military to stop it out. And I think they could stop that forest fire. There's, there's, nine, the of there's nine of them. Nine of them, Sam, in California. I know there's nine, but they got all those military sitting on the bases. Why can't they use the military? Well, I don't know if they're trained for firefighting, but it's not a bad idea for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, because there's only like 30,000 firemen here. In all these right. fires, thirty thousand—that's not very many. But I think I stuff know. like that's going to improve going forward. Hopefully. Well, I'm sure they could use the military to uh, teach them what to do. They could do that, uh, digging up the, you know, knocking down those uh, trees before they, so they have a, they can't jump across and all that stuff. Uh, uh, to me, there's something going on. They should be able to stop these forest fires. These forest fires are going everywhere. They should have a method to stop them right away. I I, I, I think there's uh, something screwy going on. Well, there's two. They're being started uh, intentionally, and there's two. They're too big of fires. You got five thousand acres burning in nine different spots or something like that. Who who can control anything about that? You know, I don't know. You probably know because. 
you sound pretty confident that there's something that they can do. I just wonder, I mean, I'm sure if there was something they would do it, I don't think it's planned obsolescence. Well, I, think I don't know. Leaving, leaving all that down timber and board lumber in the, or that could be board lumber in the forest, it sort of sounds more like planned obsolescence to me. Uh, I think they were using the military. They were, and they had other states coming in for the California fires from several states, and uh, they were just outmanned. They, they just didn't have enough built, enough equipment. And train personnel. If you just run a milcher out in a, in a forest fire that's sort of 30, 40, 100 feet high and it's raging, they're not trained to be even protect themselves if the wind changes. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not, it's, you don't want to put a novice out there. That's the best way to kill people. It, it, it's not like floods where you fill sandbags, you know. <laughs> you can go up on higher ground and in, in the forest fires, you, uh, they lose people every year. You know? It's it's one of the most dangerous jobs. Yeah. Uh, and and of course it's it's governed by how much rain they get. If they don't get any rain, that have a severe drought. It just aggravates them like crazy. Oh, California is in such a drought. It's pathetic. It really is. Uh-huh. Well, that's a, probably a form of judgment. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the people aren't the ones that need the judging in general, so I don't know. My sister lives in Ashland, which is right on the border, basically on the, uh, California, not the coast border, but further inland. And she, they've been having to wear a mask for, gosh, three weeks now. Every time they go out, it's so bad. It's not pleasant, I know. What was that? Where does your guest live? So guest Fred? Where is the guest, Fred? Where does he live? Uh, area 707. Area 707. Oh, that's Where? Mendocino. That's Mendocino County. Yeah. That's like down, down, because it goes. Uh, Trinity, hum- Trinity Humboldt and Mendocino, so it's the yeah, third largest California. Yeah. Yeah. And he was so fired up to come on too. Man. Oh, I think he forgot. I mean, I hope he's okay, but it could be just you know when we he's 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 sixty one. I I I know I forget a lot of things at sixty. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm in trouble, Ben. <laughs> I'm in bad trouble. Maybe maybe it's too much smoke out there, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that whole new burst of fires near San Francisco. My sister's heading down there this weekend, and I was seeing no, that about it. could have been something that came up uh, yeah. really, really bad in this guy's neck of the woods. Anything could happen these days. I was When I got home uh, uh, yesterday, I, I had picked up a friend a little further south from where I was working, and I brought him back to Portland to pick up a car. And I was sitting there, and my friend put her tablet in front of me and says, look at this. And there was like 12 entries in a row, and they're from major disasters all over the world, all happening yesterday. Like that bridge collapsing and fires and floods. And it was one country, one city, one state after the other. And I never even got through the list of we were reading them off. 
And so she says, well, what do you think about that? And I said, well, that's obviously a global thing going on. It's not just here. Did you, did you all hear about the four planes that uh, had, were diverted today? Um, Q posted it uh, in three South American countries. Wait, three, say that again. What happened? There were four planes today that were diverted to three different airports in South America because of bomb threats. Oh, wow. And, and so then, then they said that's the boom, boom, boom that uh, Q was talking oh, Q, about. Q was talking about. Wow. Jeez. Or, uh, there were two United Airlines on the ground that well, you were breaking up a little bit. Would you repeat that? There were two United Airlines planes that collided down uh, in Chicago. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? They, in Chicago, Dave? I think, I think they were taxing, yeah. That's why my sister-in-law couldn't couldn't make it into the to the airport today. Two, yeah. two or three of her planes were canceled. Yeah, probably. Wow. Did you say they blew up? No. No, no, no. They collided. Oh, they collided. Oh, yeah. That word kind of blanked out. I didn't hear it. Oh gosh. Yeah, they were taxing. That would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> if you're in the plane. Well, I'm gonna have to Google that, Dave. Wow. Are you still Ubering? Fred? No, I'm Googling. <laughs> I thought, uh, uh, he said, are you Ubering? <laughs> That's good, Fred. Was I the Uber? You, you, you drive for rideshare, don't you, Fred, now instead of Uber? Or? Um, yeah, I try to stay out of trouble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't see this. I don't see this, Dave. I'm... I'm Googling right now. Oh, uh, hats off today. On, on the internet. Oh, United Airlines planes collide on the ground. Holy yeah. crap. Yep. Oh, world's blowing up. Sometimes those pilots are a little tipsy, you know. Man, Dave. <laughs> No injuries. Well, that's good. Oh, yeah. Where were your sister-in-law flying in from? Twin Cities. And, and, And they diverted, did they? No, she never got off the ground. Oh, in, in the Twin Cities, she never got off the ground. Huh, so she she never she still she still wasn't able to well, come, huh? 
she's maybe coming later this evening, but she's been at the airport the whole day. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Just prior to getting on the call, it looked like she was going to try to get on later this tonight. But mm-hmm. she was, she's been at the airport the whole day and hasn't been able to get out. Oh, one of those flights was come, going to Portland. <laughs> mm. That's what Steve just sent. Both United planes sustained damage to their wings in the accident. Wow. It was a Portland-bound flight. Mm-hmm. The other one was bound for Cleveland. It was canceled. Wow. Well, we're glad we came on so we could tell you what's happening in your area. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We didn't want you to miss any of the news, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Pump it in, Dave. Come on. (laughs) Well, you got to go more, you know? God, I feel like I'm I'm a fish in a barrel here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Fred, I'm sending in this thing on um, Feinstein. Yeah, send that to me. My God. It's on its way. Uh, Let's see. Still haven't heard back from Bob Schultz either. I left him a message, and it's worrying me that he's not calling me back. I always found that I, when I couldn't get a hold of him when I needed him in the past, I would I yeah. would send a message to Judy, and that's the only way I would be, I'd be able to go. Well, Betty, Judy has dementia. No. No. It's, I didn't it's, know that. It's terrible. Oh, oh she's no longer uh, among us in technical. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, yeah. that is. Judy is uh, fine. How long has this been? Going on for the last year and a half, Betty. It's really accelerated. It came on all of a sudden, or came on all of a sudden, but it was it was in the process. Oh, that slowed. I bet that slowed him down. Oh gosh. Oh god, it's been terrible. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't want to say anything about it, but that's what's that's what I. That's so sad. Is. On top of everything else he's having to, go, having to go through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's that's right, Steve. It's probably the reason he hasn't been on with us so often. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's, it's every waking moment of his day is, is taken up between his, his case filings and, and Judy. And because and, uh, when that gets bad, there's there's just no. What does it get to? Well, some of them have flown in from other parts of the country and can help out. But you know, I don't want to. Yeah. Too many things. Yeah. yeah, I I read a thing or heard a thing with Dr. Carolyn Dean about how many successes they're having with the Alzheimer's with the liquid magnesium, the small molecule liquid magnesium. Oh, really? Is it helping? One of the causes of dementia. Oh, yeah. They're they're kicking, kicking ass with that stuff. What I is think, it, Didi? 
Uh, it's a nanopico molecule, which is much smaller than a colloidal, and it's liquid magnesium. And I just fixed my liver. It was I was having some unexpected problems, and I fixed it. But um, uh, yeah, it's a liquid nanopico molecule, and it's written by Dr. Carolyn Dean, who I've been a friends with for 45 years. She's uh, the magnesium miracle lady. She's they call it the doctor of the future. She's an MD and an ND. She has a small line of products, but they're, uh, she has a, uh, a book. It's quite thick, and it's been revised several times called The Magnesium Miracle. But she says that depression, the diabetes, arthritis, um, Alzheimer's, and, um, oh, there's the five, six, and even Parkinson's. I have to go back and get that article from her. Seizures. seizures, too. Yeah the lack of the proper magnesium because when I was in practice and doing all that stuff, they, we were told to do twice as much calcium as magnesium, but you can't get rid of calcium and use it properly in the body without magnesium. So uh, there's so much more that's being known about it. Um, and uh, and so she's got uh, magnesium and then she's got the liquid 12 minerals. And then I've been taking them with a, quarter teaspoon of sea salt, which has 72 to 84 more minerals, remineralizing and has made such a difference. My uh, skin is really soft. And, Can you and send me the link? Yeah, because it, yes, link. it's very important. Would, and it, there's some I amazing testimonies. I want to Dave will text it to me. Are you Dave? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can text it to you at uh, at this number that yeah. you're showing up here on the screen. Yes, I'd be happy to do that. Um, we've seen some amazing stuff with them. It's $29 for eight ounces, but you only take it by the teaspoons. You have to start slow. She says start slow and low. Of course, I didn't do that. <laughs> you start with a quarter teaspoon, and then the next day you go up, you know, you go up a little bit at a time because if you're very magnesium deficient, it's better to start and build up your body's ability to absorb it better. And then, then I was up to two teaspoons a day, and I've cut back now to one because I got saturated. But you can have a uh, blood test for magnesium on a regular AMA, MD thing, and it won't show up. It's a serum test that you have to have, a magnesium serum and you can order them online. I have never gotten one, but it's $49, and they test a whole different level of your blood than, than the regular blood test. But I've been, she has a two-hour radio show that you can listen to, like this show. You can listen to it online or, or on telephone, and it's, oh, it's one of the most informative programs. Yeah, I definitely want the information. What is her name again? Her name is Dr. Carolyn uh, Dean, and she spells it C-A-R-O-Y-L-N, and then the last name is D-E-A-N, Dean. And her Dr. Carolyn Dean Live is uh, the show, but she's got such a huge archive, and, and it's such a gift. I mean, she, she's such a generous, incredible person, and... Um, the testimony she gets are pretty stunning. <laughs> she was called to Dubai. They were going to open a clinic in Dubai, and she. This is a few years ago. She was going to go down and open a clinic there, and I was. She was 
I was putting her in touch with some people that do the float tanks here in Portland. And it turned out that all the diseases that were just rampant in D- Dubai and the population were due to magnesium deficiency. Really? Yeah, but she she pulled out of the the deal. Uh, well, for what some... causes magnesium deficiency? Uh, well, I'm not. Let's see. What would cause magnesium deficiency? Well, it gets leached out of the body by a lot of things. Uh, uh, too much caffeine. I know alcohol leaches it. Um, probably pharmaceutical medications. Maybe stress. Probably. Oh. A... She's got a lot of free uh, ebooks and stuff that you can read. I've been really seriously remineralizing myself and uh, made a big difference. Wait, uh, working for the cow is very, very, very tough in the heat. And the long, extremely long hours, I mean, on Saturday night, you close at 11 or 12 or 1 or something, and then you got to sit down and be gone by Monday morning at daylight. It's and you work straight through, and you got to drive 150 miles. And, and and I'm a sweater. I just sweat like crazy. And we found that um, it seems like we had calcium build up a lot. And the way you know that is when you get muscle cramps. Yeah. And and we learned that, that by going to Walmart and buying magnesium pills, that you take a magnesium pill and it's almost instantly gone. Yeah, and it, and it's. It's so, body-wide contractions it changes, too. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, at the same time, uh, if the magnesium molecule is too big, then places like the brain, which are capillary, uh, are going to be blocked because the the uh, magnesium... There's, I guess there's two sides to it. There's the... Yeah, it's, I'm learning, it's exactly uh, right. Go ahead. Sorry. There are the capillaries that get plugged, but there's also the wrap around the nerve or the uh, nervous system. Yeah. Uh, and and that needs to be shed. That's on the outside of the nerve system. It's on the inside of the blood. So. so well, uh, are you are you talking about the she, uh, are you talking about the blood brain barrier? Well, I know the nanopico molecule no. that she makes her That's magnesium out of crosses the blood-brain barrier. Nice. And it yeah. it's really small because it's much smaller than colloidal, which is 2.4, and this is like not even, it's point something. But yeah, we were talking about a nanopico magnesium uh, gym from my friend, Dr. Carolyn Dean, and you said blood-brain, and I wanted to make sure I mentioned that because... If you take your magnesium in a pill form and it goes through your digestive system, it does work as a laxative, but you don't want it to go through the digestive system. You want it to go directly, immediately into the cell. And that's where the difference is. Yeah, I was just pointing out the benefit of the pill for the cost. Versus, I mean, how many ounces are you getting for the $29? You get uh, eight ounces. But you were doing it every day, a couple ounces? I was doing two ounces in a liter of water with uh, 12 other nanopico miracle uh, minerals that make the magnesium much more efficient. She calls them remag and then remite. And then I was doing an eighth of a teaspoon of salt. And um, 
and that adds another 72 to 84 minerals. And I was drinking that liter of water, and it's not easy to get through. But I'm going to order to not tomorrow. I'm going to order her liquid magnesium lotion, and and um, and then Fred, I'll, I'll, I'll since I finish this sentence, we'll let you, we'll let you report. We're going to um, uh, going to get the lotion so uh, I could, um, you know, we can. I won't have to drink it for a, a while. Go ahead, Fred. Yeah, guys, Jamie is is really he was prepping the whole time for coming on coming on in 10 minutes which is, which is yeah so for the last hour he was prepping for our show which he had written down as seven even though all the notes i said were not seven it was eight to ten somewhere <laughs> along the line he just scribbled down seven in his brain around his on his pad he he just simply he said this is a brain fart i screwed up he was really upset at him, at himself, I said, I said, don't worry, don't just, don't even bother coming on. People have dropped off. We're really looking forward to you, and 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 you know, it happens, it happens. So, well, he's not coming on then. No, no, no. Because everybody's still, him. everybody's still here. <laughs> no, forget it, forget it. Okay. Two weeks. Yeah, because no. I know that makes it hard for you because you get out too late. No, no, we'll, we'll just use the same show notes, Steve. But sorry. He says he's sorry, and and I I just you know so anyway. It's okay, Fred. We're having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I might find it. something that's going to help me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a good reason for this. Oh, yeah. I learned about Fred. I learned Fred. about something in O'Hare. Fred. Yeah, Fred. I can't yeah. believe you let this happen. I cannot believe you let this happen. Oh, you let everybody down like this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> how many times? How many times has this show been on? Eleven and a half years. Five hundred and sixty <laughs> shows, and it's not for itself. Uh, I know. I know you're just jiving him, but he, he and Steve did their part. I, I really gotta take this personally, guys. You know, I really. You know, <laughs> I know. Well, you're. You know, you need to go to church tomorrow, Fred. You yeah, I do. Go, I do. Give up your sins. Talk about church. Man, you you guys heard the, the the grand jury in Pennsylvania come out yesterday? Holy Toledo! Oh, what? I heard it, but what guys. is it, Fred? I forgot. Oh, guys, this is massive. Uh, nine archdioceses of of uh, nine out of thirteen or fourteen uh, reported into this grand jury that convened for the last two and a half three years to do this extensive study of some fourteen hundred pages documenting in exhaustive detail the abuse by more than 300 priests um, over a 70-year period throughout Pennsylvania. Wow, just in Pennsylvania. Involving 3,000 victims. These are the victims that they could identify, and they're probably, you know, four to five times that number that that have been victimized over the years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Surely. Surely. So this is... Well... Far deeper and far, this is much bigger than 2002. This is much bigger than Spotlight, Boston Globe Spotlight. Well, if you if if you pay attention, uh, the pedal ring goes to um, City of London. It goes worldwide. It's everywhere. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and they're being revealed. And... Uh, um, 
we're learning so much now. I mean, the information coming out so fast. I I literally spend at least two hours a day reading about what's happening. Oh yeah, it's um, so much. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dee Dee, you you you're paying attention for Aim for Truth and and uh, that group. Americans for Innovation, Americans for Innovation, Patriots for Truth. Yeah, that's just yeah. breaking it. I mean, that's yeah. it's amazing. And I then mean, you know all the sub the sub stuff that if they're talking about oh. stuff that I know is vetted like the like that the those groups, then I I look at it because I don't want to mess around waiting around. I want I want oh, the news yeah. now. <laughs> oh no, I don't it's amazing. It's it's just amazing the information that's coming out and um, um and then and and then. If you have that information, then you see what's going on in the mainstream. They are absolutely flipping out. They're going nuts, though. Yeah, I, mean, well, I see that. After the midterms, Trump's going to take out CNN. He's going to uh, get them for fraud. It's, it's over for that. How did, how'd you like the uh, deal on Brennan today? <laughs> yeah, it should have happened didn't happen a long time ago. That was, so that was priceless. And I'm glad that he had uh, uh, what his uh, White House uh, uh, media gal, whatever her name is. Oh, Sarah my Sanders. God. She, she just read it. She just read his deal. And that yes, was it. She, and I went, great. I and, and that was perfect. It wasn't from her. It was from Trump. I'm going to read to you what he said. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm going, holy cow. Yeah. And that, uh, it's, uh, we're living in interesting times. Yeah, her press conference reports are great. I've listened to many of them, and, you know, she takes a lot of flack, but I tell you, she's, she's Huckabee's daughter. Did you know that? Well, yeah, and you know what? That surprised me because I'm like, uh, she's like 10 times better than he is. <laughs> well, she's a woman. Oh, that's terrible. Ah, I, oh, I, I take it back. I take it back. I'm sorry. I just, I just came from a whole event with full of outrageous goddesses. So I'm like, oh, God. No, it's good. No, he's, uh, you know I met, we met him. We met him in Ames, Iowa. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I always thought he was a weakling. Uh, his daughter makes him look like a weakling. She's got a backbone. That girl's got a backbone. So, anyway. So, hey, any any news on, because uh, uh, I know Ron Paul got attacked. How's he doing? <clears throat> I did not he, hear that. What happened? Yeah, I did. Well, I mean, they're, 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 they're attacking him. He's a conservative uh, show. Um, they're, oh, uh, yeah, they're, yeah they're go- that's right. Yeah, they, they 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 were messing up with his Facebook page or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, and this is going all over the place. So really, the battle is really here. It's here right now, and we're either going to win and have free speech, or we're not. Uh, I I just think victory is is at hand. <laughs> well, I, I, I am I I'm totally for uh, what's that. Uh, uh, Dave, is it Dave? Mike Adams. Mike Adams. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a video today of him, and he created this uh, site. I think it's called Real Real TV. 
or real something. And uh, he set it up as an alternative to YouTube. And, you know, I think it's time now that we need to start pushing the message. YouTube, um, uh, Facebook, screw to, screw to. Twitter. <laughs> we, need to, we need to move over. We need to move over and tell everybody we know, say, and I don't know how you can do it. You, uh, if you do it on Facebook, they'll probably shut you down, whatever. And just tell everybody, say, we're moving. We're going well, over bit, here. We're free. There's, there's bit shoot. There's a bunch of alternatives. And you know, Jim, that when that Miller Act goes through Trump, when he gets around to signing that, all of those YouTube, uh, Google, Instagram, Facebook, Amazon, all have to pay back to the leader group technology that invented that social well, media. They have well, to pay them back, and they're all going down. Amazon's going down well, as a monopoly. It's not going to well, – they're not going to be there forever. Facebook's have you seen lost the art- so have, you, have you seen the articles on Zuckerberg selling out of all his shares, trying to get rid oh, of yeah. them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows it's going down. He he needs to go to jail. Wow. Oh, oh, no, it's pretty serious stuff going on, man. I'm I'm loving this. Oh, yeah, every day. Um, I think Steve uh, has something he wanted to uh, to say. Steve, can you unmute and, and uh, speak to us your words of wisdom? <laughs> oh, you're not coming through, Steve. Okay, well, I guess that rules out. Oh, it's happening again, Steve. Oh, gosh. It was fixed before, and I, we could hear you, but then... Well, if Steve would, keep, would, would quit gargling... <laughs> <laughs> he was saying something about it was MySpace, but what he what he said, and, I, and I'll say it for you, he said, let's give Talkshow a plug for helping us out with getting going again, because we've had a month-long problem. Also, Talkshow and Free Conference Pro are owned by the same parent company, and he wanted to give a shout out for the service that they've they've given him over the last uh, few weeks of figuring out why we can't record our show on talk show anymore. But I, it's working tonight. But um, anyway, yeah, he's typing something else now. <laughs> I'll have to be his voice when it comes through here. <laughs> well, you're so, good in terms so talk- of so talk shoes getting attacked too? I don't know. They they redid their whole thing and it's better. Uh and uh it's better, but there's uh no upgrade on the I think he's talking about his phone. He's still typing here. <laughs> oh you we can well, I know that, we can now know record that. we can record video now for the show if we want to. Yeah. I heard that uh, I heard that Vimeo finally gave in and they joined the crowd. Yeah. That's so. Um, well, you yeah, know, a lot I, of people. I think. I think it, I just think it's time that we need to spread the word. So you know what? Enough's enough. We're going to another platform, and uh, the platforms are popping up, and we need to move to them. Oh yeah, they're being heavily populated very very quickly. I had a list here of all of the new the new ones, but I'd have to find that. Um, uh, let's see. 
Well, I heard, I heard, I heard the jerk Alex Jones. I heard uh, he's going bonkers right now. Well, I'm, I'm on it. If you sign up to him directly, you'll get his news every day. But yeah, they're using him. They're they're blackballing him. He's taking him down. They've had groups well, all know, over the but, country. But, but I but I've heard that he's reset up elsewhere, and I mean, he got like over six million people almost immediately. Just boom. Well, he's been on the air now, for 20 years. Well, because now the mainstream media is complaining um, that he's that they thought they're they're saying that oh well he just played the game to set it up so that uh, he gets shut down and so uh, that would just boost his his uh, per- participation or whatever. Oh, and I'm I going, you got to be kidding me. People are so jaded. They're so used to being deceived and ripped off and and neglected and rejected that they can't, they just can't, you know, it's such a weird division in in demographics out there. There's the the spewers and the the haters of of Trump, and they're usually, not all of them, but a lot of them aren't the least bit informed. And there's the other people that see the exact opposite. And and see what's going on, the bigger, better stuff that's happening uh, by looking at it. He listening to the speeches, listening to the cabinet members talk, and all these people. You know, he's televising, and God, he is just. I, I mean, I think he's a stable genius myself. I think he's the the king of the art, the art of negotiation, and I'm <clears throat> so excited. But steam it, well, steam it. I mean, yeah, steam it. That's is that that's an that's a good one, isn't it? I don't know, but that's the other one people are going to. Fred, did you want to say something? Because I saw the microphone go to your spot. No, no, I, I just, just, just listening. Just want to thanks, thanks Steve for all the hard work behind the scenes this last month and, and making progress on on the, on the talk show store. I know it hasn't been easy, and uh, and I know Steve cannot put his audio on the call, but damn, I hope he gets his audio fixed, too. <laughs> yeah. He's typing that, again. <laughs> that, I'm not sure what's causing his audio, unless he's, is he on the call via Skype, and the Skype Wi-Fi issue that he had, remember when his Wi-Fi was shutting him down a few weeks ago? Yeah. He him off the call? Yeah, he's um um so I'm wondering if that could he, have something to do with his with his audio. I don't know. He is on his cell phone on one of his lines, then he's got the talk shoe feed, he's got two lines. He was on his cell phone earlier and it wasn't working and he's so he's got two numbers up there right now. But he says again, a big thanks to talk shoe, he says. Okay. Again. Yeah, the the um he says there's a conflict between talk shoe and pre conference pro. For some for some oh, reason okay. we, we were getting dumped off like crazy, but okay. anyway, it's just part of everything. I but I think the, longer term, Steve, <laughs> the whole platform is probably going to go like go the way of MySpace. I think he was referring to Facebook and all that stuff. Not yeah, oh yeah, MySpace going okay. to be like MySpace. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's going to be like MySpace. Yeah, yeah. It, it just you know I I think people just aren't getting that things actually are changing and getting better, you know, and this, everything's coming out, nothing's staying hidden. Uh, okay. really quite you guys, I, think, I, I do want to say something. And, and oh, please Amy do. We talk about this on the show tonight. Our guest, 
uh, on, this is in reference to QAnon. Uh, I have been intrigued about Q, QAnon, just, you know, going to these YouTube channels and looking at <coughs> stuff, and there are a lot of Q proofs that are out there that are pretty amazing that seem to indicate that there is some very high-level military-type intelligence going on with this Q guy, okay, whoever they are. I don't know. And well, I would say, I would, I, oh, go ahead. So, uh, and this guy tonight was going to say, no, I don't suck on the exhaust pipe of Q. That was his statement to me yesterday. And he kind of laughed it off. So, uh, I mean, there are, there are a lot of people who are being drawn into this Q thing, and it's, it's very intriguing, but, uh, you know, maybe it, maybe it is a, a psychological or psyop or something like that. But. Well, here's what, I, here's what I know to be true, is that it was going really gangbusters, and the person that it was and the group that it was was identified. And then I then by the end of November it had been it, they stopped they stopped posting because they had done what they wanted to do and then it was it was psyopter it was taken over and uh, American intelligence media did the interview where the guy who listened to the guy say you know no this and and so then there's been several other groups that have taken over and and I don't personally trust it myself anymore. Okay. I, right. I, I mean, it may have some value that I'm not appreciating, but after I learned about how it had started yeah. and who had done it and then how it was taken over, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people involved in it, you know, James yeah. Corsi, Jim uh, well, Corsi, Jim Corsi, but it fell off and now he's crawled his way back into Q supporting Q. Just yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just quit listening to it because I feel like the information I'm getting is is clear enough for me and has enough intel and it's been vetted enough that I don't have to follow the mystery of Q. You know, I mean, if it's great, if it's really educating yeah. people and they're getting the details they need to understand these issues, I I say more power to you. But yeah, well, I I, I get um, and Didi, you're 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 listening to the same things that I am. Um, when I listen to their uh, tweet decodes, yeah, it's very informative, and they right. talk logically, and it's not a it's not a mystery, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it just feels like okay, we're not getting jammed here. They ba- they try to back up everything they say, and that's what I'm looking for. Well, it is backed up. There's a huge amount of people vetting it. They've got the miners, and the, they call them by these different names, and they take a subject, and then the thing is just torn apart till it's just raw with details and, and doesn't come out on the shows unless it's been vetted to, to the maximum. And that's one of the things I appreciate about those networks. So. Yeah, I really appreciated the uh, 11-year-old hacking the Bodie machine. Yes, they say that anybody can uh, hack the machines that's got a a grade school mentality. You can hack the elections. And so they're kind of doing this. Yeah, no, they're doing this kind of amusing thing where they're going to go in and if they haven't handled the uh, getting rid of these, this new plan that the bad guys had for the election, they're going to go in and get as many grade schoolers as they can and as many hackers as they can and everybody's going to change every single vote to Trump. (laughs) 
you mess oh. with our election, we're taking you down. <laughs> I think it was kind of funny. No, but I, I but but uh, the information and everybody needs to go check that out because you can just copy that uh, the videos and stuff onto your Facebook and let everybody know. I mean, they've they've got it all documented. I doubt if Facebook would let that stuff through. They don't post anything well, I, I put out. <laughs> well, I haven't, I don't even I haven't got on. Well, Dee, I haven't got on Facebook today because last night I posted two of those videos about the voting machines. So yeah. uh, I may, maybe I need to go check it out and see if I yeah, can go still check have it out account. and see if your stuff's getting on there. I quit posting because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. Why is there anybody on on Facebook when Snowden told us a long time ago not to be? Well, yeah. The only reason I stay on there is because I have all these people that want to message me on there. (laughs) That's the way they talk to me. Well, I know, but they don't, you know, so I don't know. But I have a... I have some kin that I keep track of on there, but I don't post anything anymore. But I look at the people I do follow on there, and but I can't figure out how to get off, so that's <laughs> I'm still on there. <laughs> One of the reasons it's not, it's not easy to do, you know. If you do, you have to do it right, or your your data still stays out there. I've got some news that might be of interest to you that you probably don't know about. Um, you do. A year ago, on the 16th of August, in uh, Charlottesville, there was a big riot, and they ran over people's cars, and people died, and they beat people, and so forth. Well, there's been a continuing investigation, not as much for law enforcement. They just stood back and let it happen. State troopers and sheriffs and so forth, they're outnumbered, and they were in a stand-down mode to... uh, uh, They didn't have... They didn't know what to do, I think. Uh, uh, because Charlottesville is a pretty tame community. That's where my sister lives. And uh, she's lived there a long time, she and her husband. Uh, and uh, they just kind of nuts. Well, anyway, CBS here in Kansas City uh, has a new release of their investigation that parallels the uh, 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 police officer's investigation. And they have de- have determined from a combination of those that a very NASA PhD candidate was one of the beaters and perpetrators of a U.S. Marine off duty was involved on uh, creating the problem. So the NASA employee has been uh, uh, fired, and the uh, PFC in the Marine Corps has been uh, disciplined or something from their investigation. So. Kind of like 911, speak goes on. You know, the, the investigation has continued. Uh, I've got a video of it on DVD. If you, anybody wants to send it to them, it's kind of interesting because it's. Uh, I was out of warehouse of beer a year ago, and it was and it was quite minor in the in, in the news. Recently, it was supposed to be a big event again in D.C. and in Charlottesville. I called my sister and I watching this video, and I said, "What's going on again?" On, anniversary of this thing. She said, well, there are police helicopters and it's all over and they're not going to let it happen. They wouldn't even give them a permit to come back in. Again. But, um, and it fizzled this year. 
but but the forecast and all the investigative stuff was that we'll build it and continue. I said, okay, because I know Charlottesville's not like that. And why did they come? Well, they came initially because the controversy a year ago was that the Southern statutes, Jefferson and Robert E. Lee and so forth, they wanted to turn down. So they, I said, well, what happened? He said, well, after, or during or after that, they draped them and now the picks are off and they're going to leave and they're going to, they're going to expand. So um, that's just a kind of an update on stuff. Uh, it, was, it, it was really, because these cameras were right in the middle of, of it, uh, of it going on a year ago. I didn't realize how significant it was. Um, I can send to you if you provide any, uh, an email, uh, a, DVD, a DVD on about 45 minutes or an hour or something, and leads to the conclusion of the rest of so many people. Um, also, wrote a, you're still there? Yeah, we're here. I just was muted because the, the kids were playing outside my door here, and I had to mute. Oh, okay. Everybody's still here. <laughs> Okay. Well, I did, it got so quiet, I thought, because involuntary to me, uh, oh, sorry, uh, we, we've dropped off about five times because there's electrical storms here going on around us. So, um, the, uh, I wrote a letter to the editor on the illegal immigration that was published a week ago Friday, and then someone responded to me without pleasantries. Uh, but I have uh, struggled with the concept of why parents think it's right to bring infants and five-year-olds and young, real young children across the border illegally, it would seem to me that they would cross the border, and if they're going to seek asylum anyway, that they would cross legally uh, now, and, and apply for asylum if they get here, if need, if need be, from the terror they come out of. They've been Mexican, and now they're uh, offshore to Mexico countries. That are, and you know, thousands in a march, as you know, if you follow the news on it. Play. Uh, we lost you, Dave. You broke up. Are we still here? Dave's gone. <laughs> okay. Are you there, Fred? Hello. Hello. Oh, I wondered where everybody was, and I noticed I was muted again. <laughs> hey, Didi, uh, yeah. Dave, Steve, I got to get going, guys. I'm pretty far from home. I got a, a drive of about 35, 40 miles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I sent you another. I sent you another thing on the Diane Feinstein clips. I've just oh, sent you two, two. I just sent you two thank, things tonight. Thank, yeah. thank you so much, Dee. Dee. No worries. And sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, about the about the issue today. We'll we'll pick it up next Thursday. Okay. No worries. Be safe, Fred. All right. Good night, everyone. Good, Good night, Fred. Fred. Have a safe thank journey you. home. <laughs> Dixie's still here. Hi, Dixie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Betty, how's your um, 
How's your lawyers for 9-11 thing going? Oh, it's going pretty good. We just had a, a fundraiser sale on, on um, T-shirts, which we're very happy to finally get so we can walk around and advertise the fact there's a lawyers committee. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's coming along good. Uh, haven't heard anything from the Department of Justice yet, as far as I know. But uh, the the there's going to be an event. I think it's going to be webcast September 10th, and I think that so the groups can have the day of September 11th to be you know setting up there in New York. For for outside event, uh, but September tenth there is going to be a lot. Like I said, a webcast. I don't know who all the speakers are going to be yet or anything, but it seems to be coming along. Of course, they can always use some money. I mean, it costs costs money to do something like this. So that's is trickling in. At least something's coming in. <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot of faith in this, the way this is progressing, um, because it's a real issue for Trump, too. And so I know it's going to get addressed in in that quarter as well. And uh, so that's pretty exciting. All of these people's efforts all these years is going to pay off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with him and the, the law firm and everything, especially just just for this, this makes it even, you know, even better. Yeah, totally. I was I had a really good weekend. I got to go down and do an event coordinating uh, thing for a big party on the river that my wealthy friend has. Mm-hmm. And I got to spend uh, uh, almost a week on the uh, out in the country <laughs> on the Umpqua River with the fresh air, and the, we watched the meteor shower, and we had all these people. It was a lot of hard work, but I, I made money, and and it was so refreshing to get out of this apartment, out of the city. I I'm used to living in Portland, and living up here, this really, you know, I don't have, I don't know anybody except my brother, and. And uh, he and so you know I don't go out and roam around the neighborhoods. I I do occasionally because I got to work. But I mean I got to walk. But at the same time, it's it was so nice to get out of here and do something different and useful. And <clears throat> I met so many really remarkable counterculture people. Where and are I you only, now? I'm in Vancouver, Washington, right across the river from Portland. I mean it's there's two interstate bridges come here, and I'm. You know, I'm not far away at all, but it's just a whole, it might as well be another country from, from the amount of um, friends that don't visit me anymore. <laughs> but uh, if I get an opportunity to go down there and work, she's got a bunch of people that work for her that think, think, think they, uh, they should hire, she should hire me as their personal assistant so they would, that she'll leave her employees alone. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I just 
this is a really different experience for me in this apartment. I never really lived in one, and there's all these people around me and children, and I just, they just the children just flock over here. Though they they like my garden and stuff, my just my plants out there. But anyway, I was it was so refreshing to have a break, you know, and just go out and so beautiful there in Southern Oregon. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> But the fires were so bad, um, I had to go down an extra mile down, an extra uh, two, an hour and a half down to pick up a friend that I was going to bring back to Portland. And he, and the smoke was so much worse. My car was covered with ash when I got up really? in the morning. Yeah. Because there's nine fires in California, and I, was, I wasn't that far away from the border. But when when I went down to work, we were 17 miles off I-5 out in the country, east going to Diamond Lake on a scenic national scenic highway. So it was uh, it was really nice to remember what it's like to be in the country (laughs) and breathe fresh air and no no fluoride in the water. That they have fluoride in the water up here in Washington. It's very dismaying to me. videos about the curious curious way that the fires were leaving trees and burning cars and melting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing is really suspect for sure. So last weekend was it where I saw a lot of little videos from Portland by the Antifa against uh that group. Uh I don't know what uh, yeah that ha- I wasn't here, um, but the Portland police actually got involved in that one. When when the big protests were here after the election, it, it, this Portland was the center of all of that destruction that started it. And Soros paid a lot of the provocateurs because Portland generally, even though it's considered a blue state, it isn't. There aren't usually violent protests. And then recently they took over the ICE building. Uh, in southwest Portland, and the mayor told the police not to get involved. And they stayed camped there for over a month. It was just like a huge mess, sewage everywhere. I mean, they had they brought porta potties in, but they wouldn't let the ICE people in and out of the building. They were threatening them. So they finally, the ICE, uh, the Homeland Security uh, got called in, and they uh, they put a big chain link fence all around the ICE building because ICE has to work out here. This is one of those illegal sanctuary cities. And um, so then they finally came through and told everyone, listen, tomorrow in the morning, we're going to clear this area and there's no more of this nonsense going to go off because it's really hurting the surrounding businesses. And I had to laugh because what did the protesters do overnight? They built a giant wall. (laughs) It was a giant wooden wall you know, like eight feet long and, um, uh, you know, nine feet wide and 10 feet high to keep out ice. They built the wall and that was one of their main issues. No wall, build no wall. But I had to laugh because the ice people were starting to play really loud rock and roll queen. They were playing queen in the middle of the night uh, so that the people, the protesters couldn't sleep. But it got to be quite a mess. It was really awful because anything like that, you know, draws all the homeless. It draws all the, you know, people. But, but yeah, Portland well, is 
really weird now. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Well, I mean, if if people don't really recognize, I mean, we're under attack on multiple fronts. Oh yeah, I mean, we've got we've got uh, the politicians. Uh, in Washington and the bureaucracy, we've got mainstream media. Um, I mean, it's all over the board. We got Antifa going on, and I—I I, I was a young child in the '60s, but I—I re- I never remember anything like this. You're not gonna make it, are you? I'm, well. What was that? Sorry. No, that's okay. But but uh, yeah, I mean we're under attack. I mean it's it's uh, it's in the judiciary. Um, I I don't know. I've never seen anything like this. So you know the uh, shutting down social media and everything like that. It's uh, it's like wow. How far is this going to go? I mean, it, it's it's pretty pretty clear to me that this is an uh, attempt to uh, make the people uh, react in a bad way. Yeah, I think it's planned out, like with Alex Jones. They all did it within the same 24 hours, they, uh, except Twitter didn't. I, but the other ones, Facebook, YouTube, and there was like three of them that knocked him off. All within the same time period. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, it, it's obviously uh, intended. There's no, there's no question to me. Paul Institute was another one they knocked off, I guess. Which yep. Seems like they, they take, they're knocking off conservatives. It's biased. They're not just knocking off offensive material. They're knocking off one more percentage of conservatives and leaving liberals let go. Like Roseanne Barr, they were comparing what Roseanne Barr said about. Valerie Jarrett, is that her name? Against uh, Bill Maher, Flanders, you know, talking trash bad about somebody else. Well, that, that, that's kind of why uh, the, the current narrative that's starting to come out is, all right, you got to choose what side you're on and, and you got to get off their, you got to get off their website. Crazy. I think it's, it's not just spontaneous. It's kind of being a puppet show. It's being fixed this way. It's yes, so being well, fixed. And, we're like, and uh, it took me a while to figure out what Antifa meant. And that's anti-fascist, and they are fascist. <laughs> it's like they used to call it the War Department, and they changed the name to the Department of Defense, or <laughs> the opposite type. Oh, exactly. Of yeah, it's a play on words. It's a play on words. Yeah. You just got to be in. You got to be smart enough to figure it out. It's not that difficult if you're paying attention. But uh, yeah. but no, this is an all out. I'm. Uh, it's incredible what's happening, and I'm hoping 
And I wouldn't doubt it from Trump because uh, I'm with uh, Didi. Um, I think this guy is just um, – he's just playing a game with him. I think I think he he already has plans for him. Oh yeah. I think he's just he's just waiting for him to sink themselves, and then he can come in. Uh, you know, because like the Brennan deal today, um, there were two people that came against Brennan and said, "Yeah, he lied." Well, okay, there it is. There's your evidence. You got two against one. Well, yeah, I and just he, heard it on the radio. I was in the car all day, and, and National Public Radio was had a sympathetic plant to Brennan getting losing his clearance. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, sure they do. Oh my God. Well, now now they're saying that Trump and uh, everybody else, Alex Jones and Fox News and and uh, Devin Nunez and and uh, Jim Jordan, they're, they're, now they're saying that they're fake news. It's like, yeah. really? That's the that's best you got? He, he's going to be Speaker of the House. It's really not going to work. I mean, you know, it's it, it, Trump. It's not just Trump. It's a huge uh, sweeping, I mean, for lack of a better word, sweeping of spirit and truth across the land. It's just the time for it. You know, we've known yeah. for a long time that the controllers, the controllers, the control that controls the controllers is so much larger and more uh, powerful than anybody's ideology because it's a shift in the whole paradigm of life right now. And, and, you know, we've been watching it come for 40, 50 years and, uh, and, you know, Trump coming along and I know not everyone agrees with this, but is just an indicator of, of that. He's part of that, you know, because it was going to happen. But to me, him coming along and doing what he's doing and, it's like a miracle. I mean, it really is a, a gift of spirit because, and if you don't know about the different things that he's doing, it's not going to look like anything because people just, well, I had a met a person at that party and she got in my face. She, when she found out she got a little inkling, she passed a conversation that I was having with this older woman activist and we were just having a great time and she got my face and she's right up next to me and says, so you don't think that every word comes out of his mouth is a lie. And I go, no, not even close. And oh, she even went to the host and said, "You know, your friend Didi's really mis- really uninformed." <laughs> so my friend just said, oh, "Okay, well, different view." But well, gets- hey Didi, uh, you've probably seen this, and I think it was done on uh, American intelligence media. I can't remember for sure, but they brought up the point that when Trump went over to visit the Queen. Oh yeah. That for that for the first time Trump led the procession. Oh, I know the I saw queen it. walked behind him and that's never happened before. And they're <laughs> saying basically Trump went over and said, Guess what? I'm in charge now. I think he just and that was very interesting to me because I went, you know what? They got a point on that deal. Yeah. What did you say, Betty? I didn't say anything. Oh, somebody said something. Okay, go ahead. I I was going (laughs) to say, I think he just spaced off and accidentally, he's so used to being in front, like, look at me, look at me. I don't think he he does anything by accident. I really don't. (laughs) 
I think he's oh, no. good. I don't either. I, watched that, I don't either. I watched that video before the show of tonight's guest, and which was interesting. I was had some questions for him, but in that video, he says Clinton and Trump both went to Jesuit schools, and then he starts talking about chattel and goyim, and it's not really Zionist Jewish deal. It's Jesuits. Which, oh yeah, another distraction. How he thought, he thought of Trump. Oh no! Yeah. Well, we'll see. I um, am reading well, Roger Stone's like, book. Like the CIA and the FBI are on the Democrat side, trying to undermine Trump, and the NSA or other part of the deep state is behind Trump. No, I think that Trump is going to run. I mean, they've been trying to the intel and the military. They've been trying to get him to run since 1988. And he said, I'm not going to run until I can win. And uh, uh, I just uh, finished reading Making of uh, Making of the President 2016 by Roger Stone. And the subtitle is How Donald Trump Orchestrated a Revolution. <laughs> but if you read the details of how it actually came down, it's pretty darn interesting. I mean... wall behind you um, from Nixon telling Trump from Nixon to Trump about how Pat and I thought you'd be a really good president. I kind of been watching this series of dark. His name is Dark Journalist. Could the speaker speak up or get closer to his microphone? It's oh. really hard to hear you. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, I was just going to say that I was watching this. Uh, well, it's like a long series that he does once a week dark, called Dark Journalist. But one of the comments he had in there was how. Well, on Trump's in the presidential office, he's got a letter up from Trump or from Nixon telling him that he would make a real fine president, clear back from way back, that him and Pat thought Trump would make an excellent president someday. Yeah, well, well there's for, a lot of reason why he's there, that's for sure, because, you know, we didn't think this would ever get done, but it's getting another, done. There's another interview, interview from a banker. Jewish guy, I don't know if that's just no big deal or worth mentioning, but about how when that one of them several times he was in bankruptcy to like 64 different like construction companies and all of them, and they just decided it was easier to keep him going, but otherwise they could have sunk him. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that 64, because I've heard varying reports about bankruptcy. I don't know if he actually has ever even filed bankruptcy because there's so many wild stories about that. But, you know, he was at, was it in Ohio last week or something the week before? And he was talking to this huge group of people. I mean, if people just saw how many people come to hear him speak, they line up for miles and he started putting big screens out. And somebody said, well, what about the elite? And he stopped me. He said, well, I can buy things. I can buy stuff so much better than they can. <laughs> It's so funny. He's hilarious to listen to. And then he turned around and he put his arms up in the air and he pointed to all the people and, and the place was just packed. And he said, guess what? You're the elite. <laughs> he said, we the people, you're the elite. Oh, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> well, I, 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 think I, I think I saw an interview with him and uh, uh, pretty much the same question about running for the president. And he come his comment was if i have to do it i'll do it if it gets oh, yeah. bad enough 
if it gets bad enough, I'll do it. And he did. Yeah, and he's getting blown away every day about the intel that he's receiving, that he's acting on. You know, that's why I have confidence about this Miller Act, you know, and getting the uh, social media and all these monopolies down because they stole that that passcode technology that you could get a passcode and go in and belong to these groups. They stole that. Of course, you know that, Jim, because you read about it. Right. Right. When that goes down, oh man, there's so much. And and you know they think they really think that they're going to take this midterm, but every time someone's running and getting on the ballot, he goes and he speaks to the state, and seven out of seven of the people so far have won their election against all odds. Yep. 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 Yeah. And I don't think we're going to have a problem in the midterms if everybody gets out there and actually votes. And they, you know they're watching the election. This is a election rigging awareness wow. month. You know. Well, I actually think that right now is probably the probably one of the most important times for everybody that's um, in the freedom movement or think think of themselves as as an activist or whatever. But the times now, because there's so much crap going on now, uh, you uh, it's it's time to act. It's well, yeah, we're. Act. We're we're at a, the most pivotal point in the history of our planet. I mean, the country certainly. I mean, if you look at the economics of what Trump has straightened around and what he's actually done with the economy, I mean, we're like barely one percent, and now we're going heading up to four. That's never been done. I mean, four point well, whatever it is, never been done okay, in the history. Well, here, and, our, and before I forget, because the the gentleman earlier he made a comment about these bankruptcies. Of, of Trump and stuff, whatever. Well, guess what? Without the Federal Reserve, there would be no bankruptcy courts, mainly. Uh, right, and you know he is going to he is going to switch all that around. You know he knows that it's illegal for us to pay taxes on our our, our labor, and I really believe in his second term that's going down. I really do. I know he's going to audit the Fed, but. Um, and these things, but, but but yeah, before I mean, uh, the government was paid for by tariffs, was how it was done, yeah. And he, yeah, you know, he's got it down. I mean, I have to interrupt this conversation just briefly, though. I wanted to ask Jim, uh, Steve can't talk, so he asked me to see if you can give us an update on Ed Crosby. Uh, well, actually, I feel bad because Ed called me the other evening, and I was busy as all get out, and I didn't answer his phone, and I forgot to call him back. Okay, so, well, maybe you could do that for us. But, but I do know, I do know that he's back in the at the nursing home, right. or the retirement home, and so he must be doing pretty good. So he's out of the hospital. Okay. So I would say that I would say that's a pretty good sign. And he sounded good. His his voicemail sounded good. I just uh right now I'm under attack from the IRS and so I'm very distracted. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, if you don't mind, if you have the time this week, if you could give him a shout and send him our love and get so many updates and just tell him that uh, yep. we're thinking about him. No, I will. No, that's not a problem at all. I'll do that. Okay. I, I but but yeah, I'm uh, the 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 nasty head has raised its head. Oh gosh! Oh, that's terrible. Well, well, I hired I hired this company, uh, one of these tax relief companies, 
I just had enough of it. And I said, all right, I got to get this over with. So I hired this company and, uh, in the process of, uh, giving all the information and everything to them and, and them investigating. Well, the IRS agent, he just emptied my bank account and now he's, uh, Gonna, he's already uh, gonna garnish my my money from where I work, and they want to give me six hundred and twenty-one dollars a month, or every two weeks. So well, they want me to easy. live on. They want that's, they want me to live on thirteen hundred dollars a month. That's not legal for them to guarantee to begin with. Did you know that? No. That's an illegal activity. They do it. Correct. I know. That's correct. Yeah. I wanted to know. Oh, I, know. I know though. I know all about it. But let me tell you what: uh, the uh, businesses and the banks—they don't even look at it. They just go, "Oh yeah, this is what's what, what's going on. Here's uh, your money's gone. See you later." So yeah, it's just. I'm sorry. I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't understand that. Well, I wanted to mention something. Can I, Dee Yes, go ahead, Dixie. Uh, Kim and anybody else who's listening, um, when you mentioned that before about um, President Trump walking in front of the Queen, had you heard today that uh, the Queen's doctor was hit uh, by someone? He was riding on a bicycle, and someone hit him, at, you know, I think it was with a car, and the Queen's doctor is dead. thought that was kind of it. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention is I have had many friends put under attack by the IRS. And I myself, how we handled it was we declared bankruptcy, Chapter 7, which stays on my record for the rest of my life. But... Um, IRS was included in that bankruptcy, so they got nothing or, you know, pennies no. on the dollar. Well, well, how long ago was that? Because what I understand now is that you cannot include income taxes in a bankruptcy. It was in 2001. Well, yeah, that was 17 years ago. Yeah. I think, I, I, think, I, think, I think they changed the law. I think under Bush, they changed the law. So anyway, but hell, hey, good Lord's over my shoulder. I'll I'll get through it. But yeah, that's the crap that I'm going through right now, and they're just being assholes. Sorry, they are jerks. Yes, they are. You know, uh, you guys know Catherine Austin Fitz. Yeah. 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 I I wish there was some way to convey. The information about uh, what's this guy's name you were talking about down there in the nursing home. Oh, it trust me. That information, because she talks about the black budget program, and that seemed what he was talking about seemed like how they were funneling pension, you know, money from vet that should be going to veterans, and they were funneling it to wherever. Well, you know. Oh, go ahead. No, just that it kind of fit. It seemed like it fit in with what. Catherine Austin Fitz was talking about with the black budget. Yeah, I'm kind of suspect of her suddenly. I, I, I'm not exactly sure why, but but you know that um, what happened with the vets 
uh, that Ed, you know, exposed there was all this robbery, like what, $9 billion taken from the vets. But Trump passed the executive order, the uh, Veteran Accountability Act. And every single person in that Veterans Administration and all administrations across the board are, are being examined for merit. And anybody that doesn't stand up to the line is gone. And then he, of course, did that thing where any vet can go to any doctor now and, and see a doctor uh, anytime, anywhere for, with, on the government still. Uh, Which makes so, me think of John McCain to ju- jump off on another tangent about how he's doing really good. And then they were joking about it. He was at somebody's wedding dance or something, and he changed the cast or something on from one foot to well, the other. Joked about well, he hasn't been seen since January. McCain has not been seen. He's missing in action. Because what I was yeah. doing was crazy stuff about child pedophilia. I've been into that with the Franklin case, and then it goes clear over to... Snuff films with uh, who did the Buffalo Rome, uh, the author, the Gonzo guy, Gonzo, and they made a movie with Johnny Depp where the Buffalo Rome, uh, he was a famous journalist who followed politics back and he committed suicide and shot himself in the head here a few years back. He made snuff films. But uh, anyway, they got off into John McCain. Well, Kemp was involved in that, too, it sounded like. But they got off into, uh, they used, like, the blood of young children, or they scare the crap out of them and then kill them, and I don't know, the adrenaline, cortisone, pineal gland or something, and that can cause assertive powers. And then then they were claiming that's why McCain was healing up so well. Oh, well, I don't know if he's healing up. I think he's dying of cancer. I I think he's dead. Yeah, he's mis- he's definitely not around. And now they're saying that I read today somewhere they say that that's what's wrong with Hillary is that she's got that disease called a ruer or something from drinking uh, blood, children's blood or something. I don't know. I don't care as long as she doesn't. She'll go to jail anyway. Yeah. Well, supposedly there's a lot of Asian kids missing from. The- the Clinton Foundation, I guess Haiti hates the Clinton Foundation because they, I'm not sure. Well, they didn't, they didn't oh. give them anything. Yeah, they gave them pennies on the dollar, and what was it, $80 million was raised in AIDS after that earthquake, and they didn't get hardly anything, and they're still, oh, this, this the human trafficking thing and the sex slave is so huge, and nobody even knows how many people have been uh in prison, I mean, Trump did something like fifteen hundred in the first month of his presidency. Well, yeah, but that's all. you were talking about the Pennsylvania churches, because all we ever hear about is like just regular people that have access to kids that abuse them. But there's a whole organized elite people. There's a whole organized business going on. I think with. Oh, there, you don't, if, like you don't even say I, it's for sure. It's not a, an I think thing. It's 100% verifiable. It's the largest industry in the world right now, Kelly. Yeah. Human well, trafficking. Well, I mean, if you, you look know, like at Catherine you, Austin Fitz, there's another guy that, Joseph Farrell, and uh, yeah. his last one, News from the Nefarium, he was talking about uh, in Chile, the police or the government, they didn't, they just went in. They just broke the door down and went into the, Catholic Church and seized all their laptops with 
Because they got all the information about who are the priest pedophiles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's well, like uh, nothing's uh, been assaulted. If you look at the state of morality across the world with all the crap that they these kids have been fed, do you expect anything different? Well, I, I mean, saw a seriously. Of in, in mostly Asia, but it was just so... It was on Twitter. It was only like two minutes long, and it showed like ten different snatching of kids. They just... Mother turns around for a second in the sidewalk, and they just grab a three-year-old kid and pull him into the car and take off. Well, there was 2,000 children in Ohio missing a month before last. 2,000 documented. That's freaking nuts. I know, and they went after my granddaughter, too, and she, thank God, is smart, and she got away, but they went after her uh, because they, they what they do is they watch these girls on... Um, uh, on these, you can, you know, on the smartphones, they know exactly where they are, and they, and then these groups get together. This was a group of forty somethings. There were five, six of them all together, and they, and she had been with a whole bunch of her friends, and they were all met at this mall, and they all went home from there, and she was the last one. It's kind of a long story, but, but they, um, they, sh- they shut off her phone when they had her surrounded. She was dialing 911, and her phone went dead, and she has a really expensive phone. It never goes dead. And uh, her phone got shut off, and then something had, they had, were surrounding her with bicycles and accusing her of stealing one of their cell phones or something. And one of the bikes fell over, and she ran like hell and got out of there, uh, got back into where she was before. But, oh, gosh, it's so scary. And it happens constantly, every day. I uh, I, I uh, was introduced to a uh, YouTube channel. I'm sorry? What state was that in, Didi? Oh, it was in Portland. Yeah, in Oregon here. Just a couple months ago. And she's 22. Uh, uh, she's very attractive and... She's got, and she was with like there were six of them all together, and they were shopping at one of the malls, and they took buses down or train down or something to this other place that they all dispersed from. And someone came in there to where she was sitting in, I think it was a Taco Bell or something, and she was she had her earplugs on and she was texting, and and the woman came up and sat down next to her and was mumbling, and she just looked over at her and didn't think too much about it. There's all kinds of crazies out there, and. Um, then the woman came over and started asking her if she could touch her hair, and her hair was down to her waist. And 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 Lila said, uh, "Okay, yeah, you can touch my hair because she she works with uh, in a she was working at the time in a very popular mall, and she was doing part of her job was ear piercing the kids. And so, you know, she she was just trying to ignore the woman. And then the woman started touching her arm, and she just jumped up and grabbed her stuff and said, I, I, get away from me. I'm, and she walked out the door, and the woman was following after her, and this white van pulled up and threw open its doors. And the woman says, oh, come over here. Come over here. I want to show you something. And my granddaughter said, no, I'm going to go up to the bus stop. And I, she kept walking, and then these four people on bicycles surrounded her. And the woman yelled out, she stole my phone. And they all started saying, you stole their phone, you stole their phone. And I didn't steal your freaking phone. And so anyway, she got back into the restaurant. They, they cornered her twice. And people were driving into the restaurant to the to-go thing, and they were just ignoring her. She's standing in the middle of this 
group of people, 40-somethings, that were trying to block her way, and nobody was coming to her aid or asking, hey, you all right, or anything. And But that's when I think uh, she got away. Uh, she, able, she was actually able to get away a couple times, but they kept following her. But that was so scary. And she came over and she said, now, I want to tell you the story, but you know what? You've got to realize that it did not happen. You know, and she, and she told me the story. She said, I wasn't going to text you or tell you over the phone. Here, sitting here looking at you so you know I'm safe. <laughs> I was like, in the daytime? In the daytime? Uh, no, it was twilight time. Jeez. You yeah. get her a stun gun. Well, they they they're trying to get her one. Uh, it's you have to have just the right kind. You have to have one that um, can't be taken away from you and used on you. And but you know she's being a lot more careful now. And uh, but they've seen that white van around and has no license plate. They're trolling the uh, Springwater trails. See, Portland has miles and miles and miles of bike bike routes they go completely you can ride for 50 miles on on the portland bike routes here straight through in iowa they would they would pull over any vehicle without a license plate well yeah most states would you know but i'm just saying that somehow people are making money capturing people and they're selling them just groups of people that want to buy drugs i mean it's just pathetic really really scary stuff yeah it seems like all you ever hear about the news is Boy Scout leader or choir teacher, just regular person, not the organized, higher-up organizational type of child snatching. Well, you know, what gets me is these Democrats and these and these far-left liberals are complaining about the wall and the children being kept from their parents at the border. Well, they're coming in illegally, which is a crime. And if it was you or I and we committed a crime, went to jail, they wouldn't let us take our kids with us. So then now they're swall and that's an Obama law and they don't know Trump doesn't make the laws. But they now they're swabbing the kids and the parents and eighty eight percent of them aren't the parents. They they gathered them along the way or they they sold they were sold the kids or they were given money to take the kids. And there's nineteen eighteen or nineteen Mexican American embassies in Mexico that you can go for asylum. But instead they haul these children, thousands and thousands and thousands of them are in here now. And they've got them in some FEMA buildings and stuff because there's no one to take care of them, but the U S but four out of five of them are raped before they get here. So we got this whole thousands and thousands of children that have been traumatized and gone through you know, and then some of them, yes, they're parents, but it's still, they, you know, if we don't build the wall and fix the immigration laws, people are going to keep coming in, you know, and it just makes me so angry, you know, that like someone said to me, well, just people should be able to roam the earth like they please. And I said, well, eventually that would be nice, but what about the children? You know, how how, how about the 50,000 people that disappear every year from the forest? And I mean, Whoa. Jesus. I forget what uh, who what people former people in the government and then they go done with public service and they're the head of some of those are there's companies just like the for profit prisons and they're running those detention centers and then they hold the illegal immigrants and they're getting you know six thousand dollars a month per person hold them for eighteen months before they ship them back to Mexico and it's another great big money profit deal going on. 
Well, I wish they'd ship them back, <clears throat> but I just saw oh, this is crazy. <clears throat> I still don't understand why people think Trump is a racist. <laughs> That's a common thing that the liberals point. And I'm like, where did this come from? Why wasn't Clinton? Well, you know where it comes from. You know where it comes from. It comes from mainstream media. That's where it's coming from. That's the only place it's coming from is yeah. mainstream media. And, you know, that way. But, you know, this, this whole thing with the immigration, too, is that around the world, these world leaders are looking what ha- is happening here and how our economy is booming and all this stuff. And they're shutting their – they're not letting boats land anymore because they discovered that these these traffickers would say, oh, I picked up this boatload of Africans. They were dying of dehydration on the ocean, and you got to take them in. But no, they were picked up in Africa and promised that they would uh, be taken somewhere safe. And now the countries are saying, you can't land here. Take them back where you got them. You know? And that's happening all over the world. So that's a good well, another sign. Weird thing is it seems well, the best, the best thing I heard... Best thing I heard was when that uh, when the uh, I guess it was the Italian Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, what they'll do now is they'll just swim off the coast and gather in an area, and they'll wait wait for a boat to come by to pick them up and act like they're you know they're you know going to drown. And uh, the Italian government picked them up. And brought them right back to where they started. It was right, great. that's happening. That's happening, Jim, all over. And I, I just that's great. I mean, we're we're not. I always known spiritually ever since the '60s when I had all this vision about what was coming. I I knew that America was the pivotal key to the whole thing, you know, and that there was somehow that America was uh, that we were here in this lifetime all of us to be in America for, for a certain reason, because this was the point that it was, the action was all going to come out of the, the restoring of humanity. Well, I mean, really, if you look at it, uh, it's all come down to um, what this country was founded on. Are you going to be free? Are you going to have liberty or not? Yeah, and that's, that's really what... where it's at. This Alex Jones thing is a good example of that. You know, if people are going to ban Alex Jones, well, they're going to come for them next, you know. I mean, you know, that Eric Smith, you know, the... Uh, Amazon, the, is that Amazon? He, he, uh, yeah, no, it's Facebook, I think. He, he did, Facebook. is it Facebook? No. Yeah. Anyway, he's in China anyway. now. He developed technology for China that looks at everyone's faces and they can be arrested now if their face looks like they that they're going to commit a crime. Yeah, like so they have a bad thought in their mind. Right. <laughs> well, I I got to go, guys. It's 8 o'clock and I got yeah, something I, I got to do. But, but it's been great uh, talking with everyone, Dave and Kelly and well, Jim and Betty and Dixie and every, Sam. Everybody, everybody just hang in. Uh, we're on oh, yeah. for a wild ride. But, uh, yeah. but but get active, get active because you know what? I think the times now you're going to have to start spreading the information, making sure everybody knows what's going on. I think I think the vast majority of Americans are fed up. That's why Trump got in, and it's getting even better now. They're yeah. following him, and 
we have got to expose the evil. Yep. I've actually come to the point where I'm, I only speak, not on this call, but I only talk about it now if I'm invited to, uh, because, uh, you know, I, I've, I've had so many run-ins with people and it's just exhausting. So I said, well, I'll just show up and eventually they'll ask me something. <laughs> but anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Love you all. And um, thanks for coming. <laughs> Love you, Dee Dee. Okay, good, night. good night. I'm out too. Good night, everybody. Good night. A A U N American Underground Underground Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.